I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, thanks for listening to the best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Joe Burrow saw the season just disappear. There was a lot of speculation earlier in the day, early today, Portnoy, Barstool, a lot of people that bet on the Bengals were real upset. Portnoy in particular because he put $100,000 of his hard-earned money down on the oh, Bengals. Yeah. And he said, hey, if I would have known ahead of the game that Burrow was hurt, I wouldn't have put $100,000 on him. But it turns out, like I said, because video footage of him wearing a brace did appear and did surface, but he's saying it was a compression oh, sleeve. No, so. that's gambling. Yeah. yeah he, he loser. Said, yeah, he that's said, loser mentality, asking for your money back. I'm just I, telling that, you. Nope, not in this case. Oh, I'm no, that's loser. You put down the bet. You talk to any pro better out there to tell you that's loser mentality. Yeah, but wow. Profet, incorrect, and I'll tell you why in a second, but the compression sleeve he wore on the plane, he's saying completely separate. Separate, meaning that's what Burrow's when you saying, fly, yeah. the altitude could swelling, and yeah, every player by week 11 is banged up, right? Or was this the Bengals playing it by ear, seeing how he felt, seeing yeah. what happened? That, that's where it's incorrect. He's fact. saying no. We're just giving you the scoop. We're giving you the story of how this sort of all went down and what happened. If the Bengals knew ahead of time, then you're you're messing with a you're messing with a lot of people's money. Like, if, Bur- if they're saying, no, Burrow is fine and this is a separate injury, yeah, you're right. When but- you deal with sports betting, you are always assuming a risk. Always assuming a risk. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, it is like, a it's, risk. But it's like the equivalent of insider trading if they knew. Right. They have to <laughs> They don't care about the, the info, but at the same time, they probably don't want to give their hand away to their opponents, right? So you have to factor all these things making it a risk, but they're supposed to let you know. So when you see the footage of Burrow wearing a brace getting on the plane prior to the game, it does raise an eyebrow. But he dismissed it. That's I believe the scoop. I, I think the story's dead now. I, I think we all believe that Joe Burrow, it is a separate I'm just saying injury. that's what the morning looked like, and here we are to talk about it. Now we could focus on the impact of him being out regardless of the controversy. He's out for the season. Can he just throw with his other hand? That would be cool. <laughs> but No. <laughs> You'll switcheroo. I bet you him throwing with his left, it would be like astronomically better than like me throwing with my my dominant hand. Facts. I mean, we've, facts. We've seen. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't work know, that way. I know. We've seen QBs improvise. You know, they're no. they're going down. But, and, well, 
Spot, there is there is proof of what you're saying. I know. Last year in the NFC Championship game, when the 49ers had nothing and they went to Josh Johnson, he got hurt. They put Brock Purdy back in there with an with a broken arm, essentially. Didn't like, it, yeah, you can't use it. And didn't Elway once pop his bicep tendon and go back in the game and throw for like the rest of the game? Where'd you see? Where'd you hear that urban legend? From, That's possible. I don't know. Who knows? I back heard, then, I, honestly, I heard it from my orthopedist who told me to uh, get shoulder surgery. Well, no, back then. They played a lot more hurt than they're willing to play today. True. That's just how it was. But it's, uh, I do wonder if there was, you know, like every 10 years is like a minor league pitcher who does pitch lefty and righty. If you're that talented, you probably also played high school football. I wonder if there's ever been an ambidextric, ambidextrous, 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 dextrous, ambidextrous. I'm just gonna Ambi Dextrous. Winben Yama. Antekedkupo. Anyway, this changes everything. And by everything I mean all these AFC teams that are floating around five hundred that are thirsting for a little taste of the playoffs in the postseason. You don't like to root for injuries, but when they happen, you have to seize the moment, seize the opportunity. And with Joe Burrow out, there was a a sense of, well, if anyone could take out the Chiefs, who's done it before? Joe Burrow and the Bengals. They were a team that you say, and we've all thought, if they make it to the postseason, they're as good as anyone. The last couple weeks, you saw them really starting to pull together, and you said, oh, damn, the Bengals are back. That was the... The whole narrative, and it just shows how sports change so quickly because they went from, ah, Bengals started slow to here they are to right. season's over. Season's over. Big, big news. You're like, damn. It always hurts a little more when it's a key player like that. And oh, yeah. it does raise a lot of questions, too, about Thursday night football and the injuries. There's lots of injuries. A lot of people, a lot of players banged up last night. When you look at the AFC playoff picture now. And by the way, Logan Wilson was messing with all the Ravens last night. A lot of those dudes got hurt. A lot of injuries on a Thursday night football game. So, as of now, the Chiefs and Ravens seem like they're locks for the playoffs. I mean, you hate to say locks, it's still early, but you got those teams at the top. Jacksonville, Miami. Then you got Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Houston, Indy, Vegas, Cincinnati. Nope. Buffalo, the Chargers. Denver's probably in there if they can win against the, the Vikings. Sunday Denver night football is really big now. We'll be 5-5 five and five if they win Sunday night. And we'll be there in Denver rooting them on. We'll be there. Cavino and Rich will be there. You're rooting a, for Denver? For a bro? We'll be rooting on the game. for Dobbs. You're I'm turning rooting, your back on Dobbs? I'm turning anything, Bozo. I'm just saying we're rooting on the game. We'll be there rooting. I got no team in that game. I'm just there to have fun. You got the uh, NFL logo cap on, like uh, what's what Rob Lowe? Like, Rob yeah. Lowe's yeah. bringing his Rob Lowe hat. Got my Rob I mean, you're going to be rooting ready. for someone, though. Uh, I guess the Vikings. The boss roots for the Vikings. I like the Dobbs story. More the Vikings than the Broncos, for sure, but doesn't matter. Who cares? And, I'm and, and the Jets, who are still clinging to any little hope. But the point is, that's one extra playoff spot, that third wild card, which seemed like you assumed... Uh, the Bengals would take up one of the wild cards. If, I wasn't if buying not, into that. I know that was the the storyline and in, in the way the season was looking, but I never thought the Bengals were really like they're five and five now again with that loss yesterday. But I I, I wasn't really buying into them. Danny G, were you or were you buying into the fact that they? We all knew they had a, a slow start. Joe Burrow had a an injury in the preseason. But I wasn't really buying into them anyway. Yeah, I'm on tape buying into them. A couple of days yeah. ago, Rich asked us each to pick a five-win team. Remember that was yours. Yeah, that's right. that nope. could make a run. And uh, I went because with the Texans, of Joe right. Burrow. Let's, yeah, let's keep in mind if they would have won last night, they're six and four. The Ravens are seven and four, and that whole division's a hell of a lot tighter. What's up, Dan Byer? Also, the gauntlet that they went through—they beat the Seahawks, Niners, and Bills. To get back to where they needed to yeah, be to make yeah. that push. And, I, and I, I felt that last night was a trap game, or excuse me, last week was a trap game because of what they had ahead on Thursday night against the Ravens. You have a Sunday afternoon game against the Texans. You know, maybe you kind of overlooked that because of how big last night was supposed to be. 
I'm right there with Danny. I really like Cincinnati. And I thought the, uh, every game that they played up until like week 17 against the Chiefs, I thought was a winnable game for them. Well, I guess uh, it doesn't matter now. No. Right. So, again, it is a big story regardless of what you thought about the Bengals. You got one of the biggest stars in the NFL out. So you can pretty much count them out unless there's some miracle story. But it does change everything in the AFC well, North, in we, the AFC. We've talked about the the difference between the AFC and the NFC is that I I could probably, within, with a 90-something percent accuracy, tell you what the postseason will look like in the NFC. It's pretty obvious, right? Perfect, Danny, Bayer, would you guys all agree the NFC? Eagles, Cowboys, Lions, likely Vikings, one, thing that one team out of one, South. Yeah, yeah, one team out of the South, but one only team. Maybe it'll be Atlanta. Maybe it'll be New Orleans, and then likely the Niners, Seahawks. It seems pretty set already because all the other teams are terrible. Yeah, and if it's not, it would only be the fluctuation of maybe one team. Yeah. Like maybe the Vikings fall off. Like that would be it. But I think everybody else is yeah. pretty much set. Y- exactly. Now the AFC. Just when you thought, oh, well, Jacksonville's got it locked. Well, hold on now. Houston's one game out, and they still got to play each other. And Houston's looking good, and C.J. Stroud is everyone's little uh, favorite right right Mm now. And Jacksonville, while they did lose to a good team, they looked pretty lost against the Niners last week, so who knows where Jacksonville's at. The AFC just got a lot more exciting, unfortunately, because of the injury to Joe Burrow. Yeah. So some unexpected excitement. And like we said, lots of injuries. One really important injury. I saw that Taylor Britt had a quad injury. Now he's day-to-day for the Bengals. And that just is secondary to Joe oh, it Burrow. Doesn't, it doesn't, sure. matter. It doesn't they, even they, matter. They could put clowns out there for the rest of the season. Lamar Jackson, anywhere. though, he also rolled an ankle yesterday. Uh, OBJ hurt his shoulder last night. So again, That one play, yeah. I guarantee the whole Baltimore Ravens nation. And again, that guy Wilson was in on a lot of those plays that hurt a lot of those a lot of those Ravens last there, night. There was a play last night where the whole Ravens fan base must have took a collective. <gasps> oh, when exactly. Lamar was on his back. Le- yeah, Lamar, yeah, yeah. Lamar tried to scramble and fell on his own and just sort of collapsed. Like, Ugh. <laughs> and he, he got up. He, he was fine after that, came back in the game, you know, a little banged up. But for a minute, you were like, oh, no, both of these guys. And even last night, John Harbaugh said they thought that Mark Andrews injury was going to be long-term, and then we found out today, cracked fibula, injured ligaments. So they didn't even get any good news on that. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Tough oh, no. night despite the win. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we all thought that was going to be a super close, awesome Thursday night game, and it was just riddled with injuries and a blowout. My stupid teaser bet lost. If you would have told me, oh, yeah, Bengals, double digits underdog in a teaser bet seemed pretty awesome. So last night, the minute Burrow was injured, I was like, "Oh, this yeah. is done." This is it done. was sort of like, "Oh man, not what anyone was was hoping for." Ravens thirty-four, Bengals twenty. So I started watching. There was a fight on last night too, so I was going back and forth. What's up, Danny G? It was also the first NFL game to ever have a drone delay. Yes, that's crazy. <laughs> yes, we're we all to, pointing up. Like, there's a drone here. That's when I switched over. Shakur Stevenson fought a Thursday night fight, like old school random Thursday night fight, and he beat. De Los Santos last night. So between football, Burrow, biggest story of the night, fight, Golden Bachelor, and Bachelor in Paradise, I'm spent, dude. When you said a fight on a Thursday night, I was like, at what college campus? Like, at what club? Shakur Stevenson might be one of the biggest names. I know. That's why it's odd. It was a very odd, random Thursday night fight. And again, Shakur Stevenson, one of the biggest names. A lot of people were probably thinking it's this weekend. Happened yesterday. So, again, he got the win Decision win over De Los Santos. So They're saying he's the most avoided fighter in the game. So, isn't Shakur Stevenson the guy who fought his girlfriend's brother? Yeah, it was a long ass time ago. Was that was like a couple years ago, but I remember that being like Joette oh. Gonzalez. He was dating uh, his sister at the time, so it was like a battle for the family because they didn't really. Like I watched him. that fight just for the storyline. I'm yeah. like, yo, he's sleeping with his opponent's sister. Yep, but oh, he secured snap. the WBC title. So. Again, fight night, game night, bachelor in paradise sort of Thursday night. Hope you enjoyed all of that. But was, that was it the finale of Paradise? I'm no, watching, I'm, watching, I'm watching tonight with the wifey. It, it, I think there's, because next week's Thanksgiving. Right. So I think the you got to wait the that. week after you yeah. get the final you know, okay. finale of both shows. And it really did have, last night's game had a weird sort of vibe to it because you also had the 
Ravens fans showing sort of their ugly side of things because whether or not you root for Joe Burrow, it always sucks for the league and just for football when one of the biggest names out there goes down. You know, as you get older, Rich and I joke all the time. We take a lot of pride in trying to maintain and trying to stay young, but you never know when a certain injury is the start of something, right? Like you could have an annoying pain and it's the start of something for the rest of your life. You're just hoping everything goes away. Look, this guy had a tough off season. Now he's out the regular season. You just got to hope this isn't a future problem for him when it comes to injury. Like something that's just lingering forever. But what team benefits the most? I got two answers and I, I think they're really good answers because I came up with them. And I think one's obvious, and then we'll go to your phone calls. If you agree with me, stay on the phone. We'll take your call They're anyway. the best answers. The best. My answer is the best. Uh, <laughs> number one answer on the board. If I were on Family Feud and Steve Harvey and his uh, big-ass mustache. Was number like, one. Number one. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Somehow, someway, Mike Tomlin makes the postseason every year. I don't know. I don't know if he's – I think he's allergic to not making the postseason. They still play the Bengals twice, and those would have been, they would have been really key matchups. So and now they Pittsburgh, play the Browns minus Watson yeah, this weekend. But the Bengals, two games. Camino's right. The Bengals, two games, and the Browns without Deshaun Watson, a game. The the so the Steelers benefit big time. The, the Pittsburgh Steelers were were given a unfortunate gift in the form of franchise quarterbacks going down. The other team, I think that's the number one answer on the board. The Pittsburgh Steelers somehow, some way, they'll be an early exit from the playoffs. I do not believe in Kenny Pickett. I don't believe in that team. I, they just play hard. They're well coached, but they are they're lucky. The other team, someone everyone's weighed down on right now. We've been talking about them. The Buffalo Bills. I know Danny's got his fun fact. Yeah, I I mean, I could see how you think that the Bills could maybe get in there, but they are one of the teams on this list. Most difficult remaining schedules. I know. The Bills. Well, they play the Jets this weekend, so they better beat the yeah. Jets. <laughs> the, the Raiders, the Giants, the Dolphins, the Commandos, they are on the list of the most difficult remaining schedules. So I could argue that my favorite team, the Raiders, have just as much chance as the Bills because Antonio Pierce has galvanized that team, whereas the firing of the OC for the Bills has left that team kind of in disarray with Stephon Diggs and all the drama circling that team. Which is why, and they play the Dolphins this weekend. That's Two a really exciting game. Yeah, it's a yeah. real exciting game. I'm, I'm pumped. When it comes to weekend hobnobbing, I know you're watching that game, so oh, yeah. my go-to game will be different later but on. You, you start. You, well, I think we're going to see over the next two to three weeks. It's an obvious statement, but you're going to start to see some of these 500 teams falling off, and you're like, all right, they're not in the mix. And you're going to see a good six teams fighting for three wild-card spots, and it's only going to get more intense. Let's go to Jason in Illinois. You're on with Kavino and Rich. Who benefits in your mind the most from this unfortunate Burrow injury, and also the Deshaun Watson injury. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, I 100% agree with the Steelers. I mean, have you looked at their next six games? They are going to be 12-3. and three. <laughs> I mean, they, 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 could, they could keep rolling. Patriots and Colts. Yeah. I mean, they're going to win the next six. They're going to be 12-3 and three leading the division when they play uh, the Seahawks and the Ravens. You know who benefits? Anyone who's getting bad or weird press right about now, like Jim Harbaugh, Will Smith, <laughs> right? Because Joe Burrow's the biggest headline going right now. So that's who benefits. Right now, my dude here that just called is right. The Steelers play the Browns yep. minus Deshaun. They play the Bengals minus Joe Burrow. Then they play the Cardinals and Pats. Then they play the Colts, and by that point, we don't know. The Colts going to be fighting. They're 5-5 five and five right now. They might be fighting, but still. Then they play the Bengals again There's so many teams without Burrow. in the middle of the pack. And then right? they play Seattle and Baltimore, two tough games to end the There's season. There's so many teams are re- that are playing 500 football. Are we reigniting the beam on Minshew Mania? It could, you know what? Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. Uh, let's go to Jay in South Dakota. What up, Jay? Hey, Jay. You said it, man. Minshew mania. I don't love the Colts. I don't even know if I like the Colts, 
but I'm looking at their schedule, guys. They just played halfway around the world in Germany, and nobody beats the Patriots bad. It's always a mucked-up game, and it's overseas. They got the week off while everybody's going to slug it out this Sunday. Then they come back with the Buccaneers, the Titans, the Bengals without Burroughs. The Steelers game is going to be a big game in December. Yep. They close out with the Raiders. I mean, they don't close out, but they have the Raiders on New Year's Eve. I mean, they win most of these games. They got the Falcons, and they close with the Texans. Well, they got a ton of winnable games for a team that isn't that good, but it's about who you play. Yeah, hey, you honestly, know what? that was a great call because you got me pumped about their schedule and how it pans out for them. And with a Minshew, you never know, right? We always talk about how he, how he can ignite a team, and he gets you to watch. That makes it more exciting. Well, I wanted to see their rookie man. Too yeah, bad he yeah. Got honestly, hurt. I, if, I was a big fan of him all draft season, same. and he's got Yo, some great receivers with yeah. Pittman Jr. and and Downs, and just yeah, Perfect, You ain't kidding, Danny G. If if Anthony Richardson was healthy. You'd be really excited about this Colts team. He was electric when healthy. Mm-hmm. And, oh, man, that is such a damn bummer because this Colts team will possibly make the postseason with Minshew, and you think, well, what could have been with even more? Could they have made a deeper run? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Listen to Comeback Stories. I'm Darren Waller. You may know me best as a tight end for the New York Giants. You may also know me for my story of overcoming addiction and alcoholism. You may have heard a few of my tracks as an artist or a producer. Uh, And you may have seen the work that I've done through my foundation. And you may know my friend and co-host Donnie Starkins as well. He's a mindfulness teacher, a yoga instructor, a life coach, a man fully invested in seeing people reach their fullest potential. And we've come to form this platform of comeback stories to really highlight not only our own adversity, but adversity in the lives of well-known guests with amazing stories. Catch us every week on Comeback Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I want to give a big shout out to the entire Fox Sports Radio Nation, but Big Mike, who runs this place especially. 
Who? Big Mike. Who yeah, runs the guy that runs the place. He just... Uh, Can you spell that? Said, have a great weekend, everybody. Have a great weekend, guys. Have a great Never weekend. heard of them. <laughs> Her fets on the ones and twos. Yeah, buddy. Danny G super producing. Let's go. Super pumped about his Raiders, as he should be, to take on the Dolphins this weekend. Dan Byers got your updates. He's the guy that breaks the stories about Joe Burrow and Otani and his MVP yesterday. So, DB, stick around for his update spot. Putting up videos as we speak. Now, we came to the conclusion, and I think... Everyone agrees in the studio. You know, Danny's going to throw his Raiders in there because you know, yeah. he has to. It's his Raiders. But the teams that benefit the most from Burrow out, Pittsburgh Steelers, play him twice. And uh, the Jay Colts. made a great case for the Colts with their schedule. Uh, and we'll throw Raiders in there as a number three to root for, see what happens as a result. Again, where there's crisis, there's opportunity. So, yeah, crisis for the Bengals, opportunity for these other guys. I'm looking at just all the standings. St- stuff like that excites me. When when it doesn't excite people, I'm like, man, we're so different. Like, I think of every football Sunday as like, oh, we're one step closer. You start analyzing the standings and the stats, and you're like, oh, one game closer. And January is just the best. That's how Wild I feel when weekend, I'm, I'm at the gym. Weekend. When you're at the gym, you see uh, a person with a fine hiney walk by, and you oh. look around, you're like, no one saw that but me? Oh, man. Oh, I, I guess I'm built different. <laughs> What's his name? This happened the other day to me. I guess I'm different. The other day, some <laughs> fine-ass girl walks by, oh. and she was wearing those yoga pants with the seam in the crack. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, they seem to fit real nice. <laughs> they seem really <laughs> awesome. And I have those. I caught myself looking a little too much. Some dude was on a machine next to me. And he looks at me and goes, huh, my man. And See? he goes to give me a fist bump. I'm like, oh, I feel like a creep. You guys <laughs> are the same cat. And that's what Rich is saying. Like, If you're not yeah. pumped up the way Rich is pumped up about all these moves in the NFL. Then where you at? Then where you at, where man? You at? You're not the same cat. Where you not at? the same guy. Where you at? Uh, we are going to go over what team should be nervous going into week 11. Who should be giving Tech Mobile high fives. But Kavino, you brought it up. So let's let's dive into the... Are you an apologist in sports? And I use that phrase because Big Mike, who runs this place, hey, no Big Mike, never heard of him. He phrased it that way because I'm like, dude, do you take accountability? Like when players on your team or you know the fans of the same team you root for, he's like, do you mean are you an apologist? I'm like, yeah, I guess that's the way to put it. I think it's a sliding scale, and it depends. Like you got to have your teammates back most of the time, unless they're blatantly wrong. I think you always have to have your wife or significant others back publicly. Mm. Behind closed doors, you could tell them how you really feel. But if you're, but, let's say your wife gets in an argument with someone, you gotta have her back because guess whose bed you have to share? You have to share it with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So unless I, you're I, okay I with uh, sleeping on the couch, aren't you guys sharing a bed this weekend? I, I mean, yeah. I get that. We are in Denver. I. I get that because, you know, we all have family members or friends who, you know, they'll say this family disputes and it's because of someone's husband or wife. They'll stick up for them and then they may hit you up on the side like, listen, man, it's my wife. I have to stick up for her. It's, right. you know, it's, it's my wife. So again, publicly. I don't agree with her, but I ha- what am I going to do? But then behind closed doors, you could even say to your wife and vice versa and to whoever she's fighting with, like, look, you know, I just... I don't agree with you necessarily, but I had your back in that moment. Now, I ask you for two reasons. Whether you're a fan of a player, a team, let's say they're obnoxious fans. If you're a Ravens fan and you hear other guys around you at the stadium screaming, F Joe Burrow, and laughing when he gets hurt. And that's what happened. Are you proud of that behavior, uh, behavior, or are you thinking to yourself, yeah, I'm not you. I'm a Ravens fan, so are you. Danny, I've, I've said this to you before, and I think you agreed about Raiders fans. I'm a Niners guy. Nothing bothers me more when I meet a Niners fan I hate because I'm like, ah, I hate yeah, that we root same, for the same thing. Same. I hate it. When you're next to somebody who chairs for the same team but they're really obnoxious and making your team look bad, it's it's it's, uh, oh, it's a bad you look. You must feel that all the time as a Yankees fan. It's I do. Offense. Like, there well, must be Yankees fans that you're like, oh, I hate that you guy. You separate yourself <laughs> as a different fan. I do it all the time. I do it uh, especially when the Yankees boo their own players because I feel like that's the most counterproductive thing ever. Like, I get it. I get, I get that you're unhappy that Giancarlo Stanton struck out another five times in a row or that he's out and he's playing bad, but you booing him is not going to encourage him some, in any way. You're just people, a spoiled, entitled fan, and that bothers me a little bit. 
Some people are especially so, uh, below the belt always bothers me too. Some people are so loyal to the players on the teams they root for that there could be some like domestic stuff and there could be some off the field stuff and you're like you're sticking up for that guy because he's on your team, right? Like he's a piece of garbage. What are you doing? So I ask you, are you an apologist in sports? Because you know you're always taught to get the back of the people you care about. And I saw two two stories: Ravens fans booing and cheering and having fun at Joe Burrow's expense. Philadelphia and Kansas City on Monday night. And I hate the fact that every time I talk about this, I'm going to have to put a dollar in that damn jar that we got in the studio. By the way, the the jar, do we have a name for it? The jar is full. Yeah, It's full of money, yeah. The punished jar. Right, the punished jar. So now, well, Danny, just to make it clear, since, another dollar. To make it clear since we're on the radio, you're, I will give you a free I pass to explain. for a dollar. I'll give you a pass to explain what the jar is for. Okay, so you guys had been mentioning trap. Oh, you could not. You will no, give you free pass. Okay? Oh, you're giving me a free pass. pass. Yeah. <laughs> this see, is some. This is some real. Do not mention his name stuff here. Yeah. <laughs> see how highly aware I am. Harry Potter. <laughs> so a couple weeks ago, we were sitting around in our pre-show meeting, and we were thinking of ways to deter you guys from saying Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. I'd buy that for a dollar. And I said, let's do a, a swear jar, like a punish jar. So I found a, an old jar, and I designed uh, Taylor Swift and uh, Kelsey putting his tongue in her mouth. Right now, there's, <laughs> there's 16 bucks in that bad yeah. boy, and it's, it's growing quick. Those numbers out. Those and are we're going to get pizza with with all the money. Right. Most it of it's says, from Rich, it by the way. pizza for staff on the jar. There you go. So, hey, every time we say it, Fox Sports right. reaps the benefits of some tasty pizza. But, you know, sometimes the story's hard to avoid. So... You can dance around the names. I mean, it, it curbs Rich from bringing it up every three yeah. seconds. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. I will say this. I'll, I'll throw a couple more name mentions. I'll, I'll donate a couple bucks. So one of the big iHeart radio stations in Philadelphia, believe it or not, fun fact, Danny G, I did part-time work there when I was in college. Q102. Where's the fun part of that fact? W-I-O-Q in Philadelphia. Q102. Q102, Philly's number one hit music station, the pop station in Philly has said the Eagles-Chiefs game is Monday night. And their program director, Buster Satterfield, said that... Buster Satterfield. Said that Q102, while they do love Taylor Swift... Ah, dollar! <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar! As much as they love T-Swizzle, that doesn't count, as much as the rest of the world... Mm. Up until game day, they are not playing any of her music on Q102, and the only Swift and Kelsey they recognize are the players on the Eagles. Swift it's and another Kelsey. Dollar. Yeah. Uh, I'd buy that for a dollar. So. That's extra pepperoni right there. I ask you, based on the. Get a side of ranch. Based on the hype that is this game. Red pepper packets. My thought is that this may break some recent Monday night football records. I know football on Monday night used to be ABC, nationally televised. It was it used to be always a network deal, and now it's on you know, cable television, ESPN, and the Manning cast and all this. But when the two best teams go at it, and the backdrop is the biggest pop star in the world and the most likable NFL star – their parents are meeting and sitting in the right. booth together. And by the way, the the brothers and the popularity of their podcast and you know so much. Involved. And and uh, you know this huge pop star that we speak of, her dad's an Eagles fan. Rematch. And the said tight end on the Kansas City Chiefs, doing well. <laughs> said, "I'm going to make her dad a Chiefs fan." There's so many layers that true football fans want to see the Chiefs and Eagles game of the year. And all the pop culture Klingons that are like, oh my God, she's going to be there and everything. This the may way, have the biggest ratings me. in Monday night here, in 20 here's years. Here's weird and wild about the story, right? Last Super Bowl, we were oh. there as a show, and we interviewed Ed Kelsey. Just oh, because this is proof he, of the pudding. his sons were playing against each other. Break so. out the holiday figgy pudding, because this is the proof. No, Listen, really to this. Is. Listen to Danny, this. Danny, you were there. We interviewed almost as like a, almost as like a courtesy, because he was a yeah. nice old fella. Yeah. Hey, yeah. here's a nice old fella. It's Kelsey's dad. Let's talk to him. He's got to be the, very excited about this. It's the Kelsey Bowl. Yeah, but everybody wanted to talk. He was interviewed on the main stage. He was interviewed yep. on the side Everybody stage. wanted to talk to Kelsey's mom. 
Donna. So yeah. Donna. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, we'll talk to Ed. He seems like a nice guy. We talked to Ed Kelsey, and it was a nice conversation about his sons playing in the Super Bowl. It was nice to meet him. We talked about how he raised the two boys, and I'm sure you could find it on wherever you stream your podcasts. But, but now, hold on, hold on. Just to make it clear. We were pleased to talk to Ed of Kelsey, course. but he wasn't on our wish list like <laughs> McCaffrey or, uh, you know, we just did it or any of the other big stars we had on that week. Brock Purdy Brock was the Purdy. one on your wish yeah, list. It was, it was a nice yeah. conversation, but it really meant a whole lot of nothing back then. It was, oh, there's Justin Jefferson. There's, oh, there's, uh, you know, Danny G, get this, that, that interview that basically meant nothing in the moment. Spot as of today told us it has over five million views on Facebook, <laughs> and like on there's, Facebook, there's a very distinct what? yeah internationally it's so random internationally but there's a very distinct uptick yeah at the very end of September five million by the way nobody cared about that interview nobody. No, like, like, like you can see no, the chart. No, it's no like, one. it's like flatline for months, and then all of a sudden, boom! Yeah. Hey, no, right at the, right I mean, at the end again, of September. No offense to the uh, the gentleman that is Ed Kelsey. No, none at all, dude. But, none. But the reality is, it went from, you know, maybe uh, you know, thousands of people yeah, watching it. It had, to, it had a good amount of views. To five million people intrigued to hear Cavino and I interview the dad, just to see if he said anything and. And he did. I remember him saying Who's that he dad? hated Travis's oh, dollar. I'd buy that <laughs> for a dollar. He said he hated his dating show back in the day. He told him then he just wants him to, to be with a, a good woman a nice, or something meet, like that. Meet a nice woman. Right. So just to show you how the, how this power, power couple, yeah. this power couple has so much influence, our Ed Kelsey interview has five million views out of nowhere. On fa- and by the way, who's watching these videos on Facebook anyway? That's yeah, just crazy. Yeah, I'm crazier about it. My so, aunt. I yeah, know. My, my mom watches our clips on Facebook. Are we ready to do a little nervous farts? High fives. Let's go. Come on. Covino and Rich take a look at your football team. Is your squad kicking some butt or is their play causing a pain in your gut? Nervous farts and Tecmo Bowl high fives. Ready? Down. Put. 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 Yo, every time I hear that Tecmo Bowl sound, I got to tell you, I have the Nintendo Switch for my kids. They're playing Mario Party every night. You know what I ended up hooking up? I ended up getting that old school Nintendo, the mini one where it has all the old games loaded on it. Yeah. Tecmo Bowl's on there. Oh, you have that? I got Tecmo Bowl if you want to play. You're using it now? Got to play Niners. Down in B every time. Well... There's some teams that are nervous, some teams that are sitting pretty. Again, we're live from the TireRack.com studios. Let's start with the nervous teams, Rich. Uh, the nervous teams. Now, when we do this segment every week, I'm just putting myself in the mindset of the fan, right? You know how you feel going into a Sunday. You go into some Sunday saying, ah, oh, my team's going to whoop some ass this week, and you feel good. You're not nervous. You're like, all right, break it, break it down. You sit down, you get a drink, you put your feet up. And that's how I feel this weekend about my team. But if you want to start with the nervous farts, I'll tell you teams that should be nervous. Danny G, it's time It's it's time for the Raiders to show that they could beat a team that's not from New York. And they're playing the Dolphins and your big underdogs. If you could pull this off somehow, some way, I think you're going to get a lot of respect from the rest of the National Football League. And remember that other stat on the flip side. Yeah. The Dolphins are just clobbering teams they're supposed to beat. Right. So. That are 500 yep. or under. If Antonio Pierce can lead this Raiders squad to victory over this good of a Miami Dolphins team, I would sign him to a long-term contract on the airplane back to Las Vegas. How about in the locker room while they're dancing? <laughs> He's yeah, serious. no, but that's what makes it exciting. So, again, Raiders at Dolphins. And I think the Dolphins should, should also feel a little nervous, too, because if they do drop this game to the Raiders, they're 6-4. and four. They're six and four, and there's there's no locks, especially with Buffalo in like a dire situation that way they gotta win. So that that's a good one. That's a that's a nerve wracking game. Also, Texans should be a little nervous because Kyler Murray showed some signs of life last week. And remember, Arizona won a game. You don't want Kyler Murray and a team going nowhere like the Cardinals disrupting this great run. Right. That Taking the Houston the steam out of that team. The Houston Texans have something really special going on right now. And what would really ruin that is a meaningless win by Kyler and the Cardinals. What would they go to three and eight? Whoop it do. So I think the Texans go into this game a little, a little like 
A little more nervous little than weird. they should be, yeah. for sure. And that last team that's sitting a little nervous this weekend are the Jags. Titans at the Jags. Well, I, I say we picked the Jags because they're playing the Titans. Division <laughs> games are a little tricky, right? Tennessee not looking sweet this year. But division games are tricky, and the Jags looked pretty bad against the Niners last week. I know the Titans are not the 49ers, but the Jags looked pretty, pretty vulnerable last week. And if they do lose... They'd be tied with the Texans if the Texans win. So there's a lot of AFC South nerves going on right now. Now, if you want to talk about your nerves heading into week 11, hit us up again, 877-99 on Fox, or chime in your thoughts at Covino and Rich. Now let's talk about the teams that are sitting pretty, feeling good, feeling confident, got that strut about them, ready to give Tech Mobile high fives, Marcus Allen style. A, you already mentioned your team. Yeah, there's power teams that are playing, you know, bottom dwellers and there's four that come to mind and we can just shout them out and get to Dan with the update but well your team at home 49ers are at home against the Bucks. I love what Baker Mayfield's doing I think it's fun to watch him try to revitalize things but the Niners look like they're back on track injured no when the 49ers are healthy I don't know who could beat them the Bills are playing the Jets in Buffalo this is when the Jets are finally put to rest. Like, just put the, as uh, they said on Shark Tank, take the Jets behind the barn and shoot them. It's over for the <laughs> right, Jets, right? right. Let, let Aaron Rodgers focus on coming back next year. Buffalo, that should be a big win for them. Perfect, your Lions are playing the Bears. This is a great way to jump to eight wins before another game you should win on Thanksgiving uh, Thanksgiving Thursday. Against so the Packers, right? Yeah, so the Lions play the Bears and Packers back-to-back, and the Dallas Cowboys play the... Carolina Panthers, another power team that should just continue to, you know, separate themselves in the NFC. So who's giving high fives again? The 49ers, the Lions, the Bills, and the Cowboys. That's it. Yeah, There's there's some good games, but it all really comes down to Monday night where, like we said, all eyes on us, the Chiefs and the Eagles. But uh, we're going to be at a game that's a lot of fun, Kavino, on Sunday night. We're going to be in Denver this weekend. Yeah, a game we- that two weeks ago, like we said, three weeks ago, didn't really have that much juice behind it. But now it's a fun game Yeah, because the Broncos look like they're back and Dobbs looks like he's playing well and turning things around or keeping it going for the Vikings. I think Vegas had a hard time with that one. Danny, before we go to uh, Dan Beyer for an update, do your profet have any instinct on the Vikings Broncos? Because I think Vegas probably had a hard time making that point spread because they're coming from so many, those teams are in so such weird places right now. The Vikings are feeling really good right now. And I know that's kind of, it feels like I hate to use the you know public side, but at the same time, coming off of that win for the Broncos on Monday night football and turning around and going to another primetime game at home. And this is really a must win for almost for both teams, especially if the Lions pick up the win too, because the Vikings need to chase the Lions for that division, for the North, for a wild card. But the Broncos need this to stay alive in any kind of consideration in the AFC. It's it's wild, but like the Broncos have a good defense, and yeah. they're playing better and better. Good defense, and, and, and they believe in is, themselves. Yeah, And the, the crazy part is, who would have ever thunk it if I said, oh, yeah, yeah, the Broncos, who started out the way they did, would beat the Chiefs and the Bills back-to-back weeks. Right. We saw this a few weeks ago, though. We talked about it, how Russell Wilson was starting to look more comfortable in uh, Peyton's offense. And as Perfett mentioned, that defense has never lacked much. It's always been the offensive side of the ball recently, at least. They've been putting it together now for a few weeks in a row. Let's see if they could continue. Now, as my favorite team being in the AFC West, I am going to be a big Josh Dobbs fan and Vikings (laughs) fan because I need the Vikings to put the, the Broncos out of their misery. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Throw he attempted to make. I saw the first just seconds before that. He cannot grip the ball. He could not raise his elbow you know, about above a 90-degree angle as he tried to release that ball. He's obviously in pain. He hit the ground after he attempted that first throw. That is courtesy of Prime TV. We all saw it yesterday. Joe Burrow reported in the locker room with the wrist injury, torn ligament, the progressive play of the day. It's getting late, now. Rich. It's getting late. Yes, sir. I know you wanted to talk about Chris Thompson yeah, real quick. Yeah, before we get to Weekend Hobnobbin, uh, speaking of sideline reports, you just heard the update on Joe Burrow from yesterday. Chris Thompson insinuated she made up the coach's reports. She didn't insinuate really much. She said that. Well, Dad, out. take a listen. Yeah. And I've said this before, so I haven't been fired for saying it, but I'll say it again. I would make up the report sometimes because A, the coach wouldn't come out at halftime or it was too late. And I was like, I didn't want to screw up the report. So I was like, I'm just going to make this up because first of all, no coach is going to get mad if I say, hey, we need to stop uh, hurting ourselves. We needed to be better on third down. We yep. need to stop turning the ball Pressure over. The quarterback. We need, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and do a better job of getting off the field. Like they're not going to correct me on that. Right. So I'm like, it's fine. I'll it, just make up the report. So that's courtesy of part of my take where she fabricated some of the NFL sideline reports. I look at it like she filled in the blanks. That's what she was doing, filling the blanks. But it is misleading. Am I mad about it? No, no, but, but I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just saying my, I got her back, and I'll tell you why. Go ahead. Because I see social media all saying like they gotta fire her, get rid of her, and it's just such a great case of people building someone up just to wait till they get to the top of their game. She's on Amazon Prime, she's on Fox, she's right. on all these major platforms. What a perfect time for people to be like, yeah, she's doing big things. Get her. I get what she said. Seems a little, as the kids would say, sus. A little odd, but I think what she meant to say, and she has since pulled it back by saying, listen, if let's say Coach Tomlin was a little irritable, he's like, yeah, we're not playing well defense, I, I can't talk. She will put together the pieces of her investigations and her reporting and sort of, I guess you would say, not not just make something up, uh, something up out of thin air. She's sort of deducing what she has and put out a quick little statement. Again, I, Does it I look really at it affect like, you as a fan or a viewer or anything? Filling in the blanks. I, I also subscribe to not wanting to bring people down when they're on the top of their game. Um, but I also don't want to be misled either. So, hey, Chris Thompson, we your, got your back. Yeah. But, you know, your thoughts, you know. Your thoughts, at Covino on Rich. Let's get into weekend hobnobbing, shall we? Let's do it. Living for the weekend. You're winning bets for talking points if you get stuck socializing. You ever done anything dangerous? You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? That is dangerous. Friday brings us Weekend Hobnob. I think everybody should watch the um, Broncos game to see if you see us on TV this weekend because we'll be there. (laughs) Broncos. Are you sitting in the front row? Are you going to get a football? Yeah, but tonight... 
I'll be sipping on something. I don't know, kicking off my weekend watching a new Shark Tank, one of my favorite shows. I feel like one day I'll be on there as an entrepreneur doing something. You got to invent something first, buddy. I know. Uh, one day. Uh, <laughs> Twin Love premieres on Amazon Prime. You remember the Bella Twins in the WWE? Of course I do. They yep. have a new show. They're the Garcia Twins now. And, again, it's about twins. Danny G, I feel like you might like this because you love all that sort of dating stuff. Twins trying to find love. It gets sticky and weird, I guess. It's different. Um, that's sticky. on Amazon Prime. And the game I'm watching, Rich? Yeah. I'm intrigued to see if the Bills could really just clobber the Jets like they're supposed to. You know, and I think there's some rivalry there. Jets, Bills, Week 11. I'll be watching that game just out of curiosity. Of course, I got my eye on all of them, but that's the one I'll be checking out the most. All right. Well, you see the dude. He, everyone loves him. He's super handsome, and uh, he's good with the crowd work. But is Matt Rife's stand-up special going to be good? I'm going to watch out on Netflix. Some people are saying it's meh Rife. Yeah, yeah that's well, what I've heard. I'll, I'll check it out. Matt Rife. Super uh, funny guy. But is the stand-up where it's at? Everyone uh, has their strengths. Yeah, hey, I wish them the best. So we'll check that out. Matt Rife's stand-up special is on Netflix. If you're in that Christmas mood already, nope. I don't blame you if you're not. Let me have some turkey. But they've already released some new Christmas movies on Netflix and Hulu. One of them is with Jason Biggs and Heather Graham, and it's called Best Christmas Ever. And I love me some cheesy Christmas <laughs> movies <laughs> with the best of them. Danny G, bad reality shows. <laughs> bad Christmas movies. Throw that in my mix with all the sports I love watching. And the game I'm And all looking, the bad music you listen to. You shut your mouth. Um, <laughs> the game I'm looking forward to. Burn. Um, is the game we're at, believe it or not, Vikings, Broncos? That is really a That's telling a game. I mean, we'll be there, so thought. I left that off the list. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a great game to watch. But like you said, Camino, there's not a ton of great games this weekend. Uh, Danny G, what you got, man? You know it's Raiders at Miami in the early window on Sunday. For me, a lot on the line. You know all about that game. Oh, hell and yeah. really quick, I'm a fan of the Hunger Games books. Oh, yeah. That prequel comes out today. That's a big one. I'm going to see that. Good. Yeah, that it does. Good. Get about to see President what Snow. I was going to say, get yeah. to see how President and Snow was as a kid. And, and uh, trolls for the kids. Trolls for the kids. Trolls right. band together. Overpromised. Oh, yeah, whatever we didn't get to, we'll get to next on Overpromised. Until then, Arrivederci, baby. See you in the Overpromised land. Later, guys. Later. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.